So my name is Taylor Kolar, and I'm 17 years old. I go to Baker High, and I my mother is a nurse. She works for Blue Cross, and my brother is a senior at Southeastern. So when the 2016 flood happened, and like Baker High completely flooded, we had to get relocated, and that was like a big mess because nobody really knew. I'm not gonna say they didn't know what they were doing, but I know it was hard to take a whole group of students, to put them in a smaller school, and to get new equipment and new books and new everything. So um, in school, I was in SOS, SGA. All right, well, well let's, not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let, let, yeah, let's, let's unpack that a little bit, Taylor. So, so you, were, yeah, you were a freshman uh, when the big flood hit, right? Yes. And so you guys started your high school with a uh, crisis or a bang, if you will. Yeah. And now you're ending your <laughs> ending high school with one. a crisis. Yeah. So, so what, are you, what are you and your friends talking about? What, what, how, how's that going on? Today we had to go pick up like our graduation stuff. And I think it's kind of sad and stuff. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I told her Anyway, so we had to go pick up our graduation stuff. And I think it's kind of like a sad move because nobody, we didn't realize that March, I think it was March 13th was going to be like our last day of school. And it, we had fun that day because we had like a pep rally and stuff. But to think that we were going to come back a month later, just for it to get pushed back again, to April 30th and we've been having like all these meetings like on Zoom and Google Classroom and they're telling us that we might well they already canceled prom and mm -hmm. we might not even have graduation in May anymore they say it might be in June so nobody really knows so I think it's kind of like sad and stuff since we haven't seen each other in like over a month and so yeah it's kind of like at the beginning uh, of your freshman year whenever not a lot of answers were we're given you guys yeah. aren't having a lot of answers right now and so is that yeah. the, is that the toughest part with yeah. you and your friends of just kind of not knowing I think that's what it is because it, I think we all kind of like we like oh man we don't want to believe that this might be our last time in high school <laughs> yeah like this might be our last time not touching the grounds of high school anymore and I think that's what it is because nobody really knows what to do we're kind of just like winging it is anybody stepping up to the plate to, you know, get some answers or, or I guess, provide avenues for you guys to, to you know, still hang out via, you know, uh, the We're Hangout trying. app? Or... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We're trying because I'm – since we can't really see each other, like, face-to-face. So, so describe that last day. So March 13th, right? Oh, Lord. Describe that last day. Let's bring me and Ryan into this, your last day at Baker High School on the campus. Explain the picture. Use okay. all the census. So we had this thing called the Olympics for the students who were taking LEAP 2025. So they made like this big old deal out of it and they decorated the whole entire school like the little Olympic rings and stuff. And each grade had a different color t-shirt. So with that, they were doing a pep rally. And the cheerleaders 
we're going to perform and do everything. So the coach made us learn in a whole new dance. Like, and everybody was like, I really don't want to do this. But she was like, oh, we have to be excited. You know, you want them to pass the leap. So we were doing a whole new dance and a whole new cheer. So I was already nervous. From walking in the gym, I was just like, oh, my gosh. I was so nervous. So after the dance, I kind of settled down a little bit. And, like, all my friends were, like, laughing and happy. Everybody was cheering and stuff, but I was kind of mad. Like, because we didn't even have that long until the last year school for seniors. And plus, we had to take the ACC that Tuesday after after we got out of school. So while everybody was just, like, screaming and jumping around and laughing, I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I was so mad. So when I drove home, I was just like, so I you- can't believe this is happening. Like, I was not expecting for school to be closed for that long. So you already had, like, perspective of what was actually happening, where the rest of your classmates were just seeing, like, the immediate, yeah, we don't have to go to class tomorrow, yes, no school, no like, homework. You understood yes. the, the the impact that it was having on them. Mm-hmm. I think me and a lot of the other seniors did, because I guess we felt like, you know, this is our last year, it wasn't supposed to go down like this, mm-hmm. like, at all. We were supposed to have fun, and we were supposed to get out early, and like rubbing in everybody's face, like, oh, yeah, we're seniors, we're getting out. And then not everybody was out, so we can't brag about anything now. <laughs> yes, you can. Y'all are the most resilient class. You had the flood. You had everything that happened in 16. Um, y'all dealt with changes to the leak test and other things that have happened coming oh. up, right? And then now you've had a big change to your senior year. I mean, nobody else can say that. Ryan and I just had Katrina to deal with, you know, and we were out for two to three weeks, you know, but, and even still, there was a sense of ambiguity. You didn't know when we were going back. You had a whole bunch of different classes, um, but it was still different. Now, we at least knew there was a good chance of going back. Y'all don't. We don't at all. Let's be honest, there's a good, you're not going back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they already told me that. <laughs> I kind of already figured that out. You know, so. And so, so what what was the transition like for you guys? Now, uh, I, I'm assuming you guys are doing schoolwork online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, what was yeah. that transition like? It was terrible. Oh my <laughs> god, I hate it so. What do you much. mean? <laughs> Like, I have the little classroom app on my phone waking up early, like the week after we got out. So I would be up early, but my phone would be going off, and I just get all these notifications. And then all these teachers are posting everything, and then you get emails from the counselor. And she's like, Yeah, I had about it. But she's going to do that because I feel like they wanted to, the teachers wanted to start off strong making this transition into like virtual classes and work mm-hmm. online. So I kind of felt like, I kind of knew they were gonna do the most and just. Yeah, yeah, well. They it, made so many announcements. We had to write for this Zoom. We have a project that's due now. It's like, <laughs> Well, that sounds like, uh, yeah. Uh, quite quite a big transition, um, but let's transition to the lightning round. 
okay? And so what we're going to do now is ask you some questions. We got a little bit of background information. We loosened you up, and now we want to get the real stuff, okay? Um, and so what we want is for you to just tell us your initial reaction to what we what we say, okay? So, um, for example, if, if somebody was going to ask me, hey, what do you think about football? I'd say I love it, right? Uh, same thing with Josh. If somebody was going to ask uh, Josh, what do you think about musicals? Say, I love it, right? Uh, and then we may ask you some follow-up questions about that. All right. So, uh, what is your favorite TikTok dancer challenge? Megan Thee Stallion. I really like that one. <laughs> Does that Say that again. Yeah, like you know the the one by Megan Thee Stallion by Savage. Hey, can it's you do called it? Savage. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no. Taylor, Wait, can um, you do it? Yeah, I can do it sitting down. Yeah, let's see it. Let's see it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I need the song. Okay, I wasn't expecting it. Okay, baby. I'm gonna say classy, bougie, ratchet. Ooh, sassy, moody, nasty. Ooh, acting. Ooh, shit, what's happening? What's happening? I'm a savage. Oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I am so embarrassed. Oh, Great my job. <laughs> so, so that was good. That was good. What's your TikTok <laughs> handle? What, what's your TikTok username? Where is Taylor? Where is Taylor? <laughs> don't laugh. No, don't, please no, don't laugh. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, so question two from the lightning round. What's your favorite book? My favorite book is probably uh, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Mm. I had oh, wow. on my um, I guess he's on a nightstand, but I have it on my nightstand. It was yeah, a dig into the, from my yeah, dig, dig into that book. What 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 resonated with you? I think what I like so much about it is she wasn't afraid to be vulnerable about who she was before she became the first lady, and like when you read it, she'll say how like you know she went to the Ivy League, and it was like she was the minority. And she felt like she was so out of place, even though she did make friends and stuff. All in all, she was she felt like she didn't belong there, even though she had good grades and she did her work. And she would like talk to her friends about how she about how she didn't feel like this was the right decision, all because she felt like she was out of place. And I guess sometimes I feel like that. I think that's why it resonated with me. Because sometimes I'm in places and I'm like, oh, no. Like, I'm ready to go home. I like to be comfortable. I don't like to be out in the open, per se. Like, I just, I like to, I like to be around my friends. I like to be around people who makes me comfortable. Because I know that's, that's how I'm, that's how I'm happy. That's how I get happy. That's how I stay happy. Because I know, I feel safe, I guess you can say. And I think that's why it resonated with me. Because she eventually found, like, that safe haven for her in school and when she got out of school. I like it. All right, the <laughs> next one. A favorite food? Oh, my favorite food is definitely cheeseburgers. Oh, From where? From... I like the ones from Red Robin, but I think BJ's restaurant, they have some good ones too. And they have good okay. people. Okay. I'm gonna have to try that out. I've never had one. 
You never had Red Robin? You well, I've had Red Robin, but I've never had a uh, burger from BJ's. Oh, yeah, I like steak King. I like BJ's. They like really, they got <laughs> really good. <laughs> I used to not, but it's good. <laughs> all right, so last one. Your all right. Your dream car. Um, I've always loved Camaros, always. So I think that is my dream car. Since like a specific year, a <laughs> color. <laughs> like the exact model. Um <laughs> Probably Candy Apple Red, a Camaro, like the newest I, one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to guess that. I, just, I was going to guess they that. They look so much better than the older <laughs> I mean, both, than the older ones. They look so much better. <laughs> Ryan and I are truck drivers, so I mean, well, we do like a good sports car. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Truck drivers with hats on backwards is how we live. Our, <laughs> that's how we live our lives. All right, so hi. I'm Ryan. These are some of the clients I've helped out. They are literally the best. Here are their glowing reviews. I helped them with their car accident. Maybe I can help you. Let's talk about you and your family, all right? So tell us about your family dynamic, you know, who's involved in your family. Just tell us about your family. Okay, so I live with my mother and my brother just moved back home since the whole coronavirus, so he had no choice to come back home. And then my dad lives in Baton Rouge, and I have a sister on that side. So every Sunday, I used to go to my dad's house, but since I got a job, they cut that out. That I've been working, like, I work every weekend. So since I can't see him no more, I try to make uh, time to see him, especially now that, like, I'm going to graduate. And he's like, oh, but you never call me. Or you never come see me. Like, you should come spend a night and you should hang out. And I'm like, I know. But during the week, I'm at, when I was at school, I was at school during the week. And then on the weekends, I'm at work. And it's like, I, I kind of feel bad because, like, I don't want him to think, like, oh, I'm brushing him off or anything like that because I really don't. I love both parents, especially since they made sacrifices for my brother and I. Like, I feel like it's only right for me to make them proud of me so and then my mom she's working from home she's been working from home I think for about the last four and a half years I believe I think that's what it is so I see her all the time so it's like I see a lot of her and barely any of my dad <laughs> so but he works odd hours too so it's kind of like we both have conflicting schedules and with my brother he went to he went to LSU, he left LSU, went to BRCC, then he went to Southeastern. He was living on campus. Then he got an um, apartment through the school and it's like, he just been gone ever since. He is always gone. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I, it's like, we're close, even though we might not see each other. Yeah. When we want to, or when we might not talk on the phone when we want to. But I always make sure to send him a text every morning. So my dad will text every morning and he sends me one. I make sure I never miss a birthday, not an anniversary, not anything. Because I wanna make him I wanna make him proud just like I wanna make my mom proud. 
because we live in the same house together. And I know that he's always going on the road because he drives trucks. So I just, I know, I know. <laughs> now, Taylor, let I me ask you this. Kind of way. Let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. Why is it important uh, to you that your parents are proud of you? Because I know that they, I know they see something in me that I might not see in myself. Or like if I'm feeling down some days, they're like, well, you know, you got this. Especially, and I feel like when I make that transition to college, they're always going to be the people that's going to be behind me. Like, always. If everybody else falls, if I fall out of everybody else, they will always be people behind me. And I know that. Like, I can feel it. <laughs> it's my bone. I know oh. that they will always be there for me. And I know that no. they... Oh. Is 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 it a different feeling uh, with your your brother? It sounds like you and your brother are close. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you you want him to be proud of you as well? Oh yes, I really do because I know when he graduated, uh, he graduated from Baker too. He graduated in 2016, and I was like, oh, sad. And I'm like, oh, like he really going to college? <laughs> and I know <laughs> I was like, oh, so like he's really not going to be at home. So I know if we have a graduation, a ceremony, I hope we do. I hope it's not virtual. <laughs> I want him to say that I want him to feel the same way that I felt. That's why I want him to be proud of me because he watched me grow just like my parents. And I think he looks at me different from my parents just because he is like a bigger brother. So like he is more protective. Like my mom may be a little bit more lenient, but he's like, you know, nobody's going to touch her. Like that is my little sister. So I know that he would want to be proud of me. I know that he does. Have they always, like, has there always been this um, this sense of togetherness and bonding with your family? Yes. Every, like, especially with my mom, my dad, and my brother, I didn't really see my sister much, except for, like, on our Sundays, I would go to my dad's house. So, like, for holidays, we will always go. We never missed a Christmas or Easter or Thanksgiving. And New Road, that's where my that's where they're from. They're both from the same place. They like live, live right down the street. But <laughs> every time, like every holiday, it doesn't matter where they're. I mean, this Easter we can't be there, but <laughs> we'll get real FaceTime my grandma and <laughs> make sure she's doing okay. And I know that it's just like a bunch of laughs and just hugs and kisses and crying when I'm around my aunts, uncles, cousins, parents brothers cousins I haven't seen since I feel like that's how close we are is there like a story because like in my family there's always this one story that gets brought up like every year every time that we oh. we have a family get together like so there's one story that that we has been told you know for the last 20 years what's y'all's story so my uncle is like a really big horse guy like he loves horses they call him the horse whisperer. It's so <laughs> funny. But anyway, when my mom, I think she was a sophomore in school, she said she was studying biology in the um, living room. And he, my uncle found a snake. She said it was a copperhead, I think. And so he scanned the snake because he said he wanted to make a belt. So he said he was going to make a belt and he was just talking about it. So he walked in the house, like with the snake behind his back. And he told my mom, he was like, I have a surprise for you. And he threw it on the book. No. He threw it on her book and she threw the book down. <laughs> oh my so God. Fast. 
I don't do My snakes. grandpa was so mad. She said that's why she has a phobia now. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> do snakes. I that's do so not do mad. snakes. Uh-uh. <laughs> he was so mad. And she said yeah. that my grandma was cooking um, salmon at night. He had to throw the whole pot away because he said he was too disgusted to what? eat it. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe he did that. Like, he really threw it on her lap. Oh, like, my oh, God. No. That's uh-uh. not okay. We would have been, we would have been, ooh, oh, no. <laughs> I can't do snakes. I can't. We've been boxing. All right, so let's talk about, uh, I wish I would say it's a good segue, but it's not. Uh, You as a student, right? So what, your senior, you know, you spent a lot of time in school, right? And sometimes Mm -hmm. it was easy, sometimes it wasn't. What kept you going as a student? Simply just graduation. I think that's what it was in my future career. Because the way I see my lifestyle, I know that I can't, get there without like we're just doing anything like I know that I have to put in work to get there and I think just graduation like seeing all my friends like to see the diplomas and walking across the stage and me crying and all sad and I'm getting like all these gifts I should say gifts from uh like graduating and I think that's what kept me going because school even though it was hard sometimes and sometimes you just you just don't be in the mood, if you're being honest. You just kind of like, I'm feeling down today. I don't want to go to school. But you, I made myself get up and go because I know that there was a bigger gift at the end. Mm-hmm. Anything, it was better than what I was doing during school. Or like how I felt. It was bigger than how I felt during school. Yeah, and so I cut you off earlier about you getting into all the clubs and everything that you're involved oh, yeah. in. So why, why don't you fill us in on that sort of stuff? That's and maybe it, yeah, any positions you, uh, you you held in those clubs as well? Okay, so junior year, I was in DECA. I mean, this year too. So I was in DECA, SGA, SOS. And then this year, I'm the vice president of the senior class. And I was, I'm a cheerleader. Oh, was a cheerleader since we're not going back to school. Mm. Um, and I, I think that's it. I'm sure that's it. That's, 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 yeah, that's, hold on. That, I want to, I want to peel back the cheerleading uh, uh, uh-huh. onion here. Yeah, so <laughs> is that something that came natural to you? Uh, you know, just being peppy, being positive, or is that something that you had to work on? Ooh, not at all. That's something that I definitely have to work on. You can, my freshman year, you could not get me to try out for anything. Like, any type of sport, it was just not it. Like, I would rather be in a club. And I think, I'm kind of a shy person. Like, I like to say to my friends a lot. So, whenever I see, like, the other girls on the team, I'm like, oh, hey. But I wasn't, I wasn't really like, oh, yes, let's be best friends. Like, I don't know. That is something I had to work on, especially when it came to, like, performing and doing stuff at games, at pep rallies, at different, like, events, I definitely had to work on that. So what's been, your, hard, though. what's been your most meaningful high school experience? Oh, wait. Oh, wait, let me think. I want to say my most meaningful was probably one of the last pep rallies we had. It wasn't the, the very last one from the last day of school. But it was when we took the whole school took like this big old picture. Well, it was supposed to be class of 2020, but everybody else jumped in. 
So, mm-hmm. and all you saw was like red and black. And it was just like, I don't know, my, my school probably was very high. And I think a lot of people had fun, even though it was like in the middle of the day and a lot of people were going. Because a lot of people leave at like six hours, I think. And it was like that small group of people had that much fun. And we had like a good DJ. And I think it was fun. It was like, I don't know. It was like a, I know this is going to be like a memory for me. Like that's something I look back on and be like, yep, I remember that. And I had fun. So I think that was my biggest, that was my meaningful, you know. Well, so so what's what's your life look like in the next five to 10 years? If you had to project it out. Yeah, if you had to project it out and it was just going to be picture perfect, what would it be? I would definitely, I would probably be pursuing, I don't know. I know that I want to, I know I want to study sports medicine. Like, that's what I want to do. And I know that my first will be up, I want to go to McNeese. So my first will be up in McNeese. And I'm looking at different schools to go to to finish, like, to actually get my degree to be a physical therapist for athletes. So after I finish that, I know that I want to be like traveling the world with different teams. Because mm. I think sports make everything fun. Yeah. And I don't want to just, like, I don't see myself being like just in one building, just like helping, like, not I want to say helping people because that sounds bad, but like <laughs> people just coming in, <laughs> coming in my building. Because I might, I might want to make, I might want to have a business too. But anyway. Um, I think sports make everything fun because you get to see a lot of the, the things that they go through. And I think it's very crucial for them too. So they're like really depending on you to heal them back to where they were or even better. So what's your favorite sport? Ooh, basketball. <laughs> I don't play it, but I'll watch it. Oh, I'll watch it. I like basketball. She's <laughs> got some conviction behind it. Like, I can't do it. I ain't doing it. So, Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> But what's the motivator behind athletics? Like, you just came out strong by, like, I am passionate about sports and athletic training. So what's the the big push there? I think it's just being – I think it was, like, the high school experience. Because, like, I would go to, like, every game. Every game, I would watch the football games. I would watch the basketball games. I would watch the cheerleaders. I would watch the coaches. I would watch everybody helping the coaches, the wardrobe. And the water boys, they just run out on the field. Or, like, if somebody gets hurt and, like, everybody's, like, quiet and stuff, I'm like, oh, I would, like, really feel bad for them. Like, one time, this boy, I think he hurt his neck, I think it was. And he was the backup quarterback for our team. And it was so sad. Like, it almost made me cry because when he got hurt, I think it was it was one of the ending games where they were going into the playoffs. He was crying so bad, and the ambulance came on. And he was like, oh, yeah, my football career is over. And I was oh like, god. oh, my God, that is so sad. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. I was like, I want to be that person to not make them feel like that. You want to help think, mm-hmm. I think I've always just been interested in, like, physical therapy ever since I was younger. Like, how the body moves and how you can make it better than what it was. And how you can heal broken spots. And just, uh, I think that's what it is. I think I didn't, I didn't know when I was younger. I didn't know that there was a combination of the two. Mm. So I think I'm happy that I found it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let me let me ask you this. This might help us figure out what you need to do with the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so if if just on a regular day, 
if you were going to wake up at 6 a.m., okay, the alarm clock goes off 6 a.m., or let's, let's make it 5 a.m., and you were going to be, and you were, you were going to be doing something, and you were going to be so excited and so passionate about doing this one thing, what would it be? You don't know you got a voice. You don't know you got value, power. You don't know you got a choice. That's that hurt. I know we been seeds. Why you think we come from the dirt? We got growth, roots, flowers, and fruit for proof, you know? A lot to lose. Really, it's up to you. Know yourself, education and wealth. They poison our minds and communities, going for our health. They don't love us. They just love ourselves, and we buy it. We build, they destroy, control us with violence, make us stop trying, they want us to give up. But I'm no fool. Find the right avenue, for me it was school. I picked brick, they gave me the tools, opportunity on the table. It's time for you to choose. It would be definitely, I would wake up. Ew. Let's just say that I wanted to have my own business. That would be that would be the first thing that's on my mind because I feel like that's a part of me. I feel like I have to represent it well. So that would definitely be something that I would want to do. And to know that people are looking forward to seeing me and to and looking for my services to help them, I think that that's the biggest motivator. That's what I can see myself doing. Let's just say, even if it's not with sports, I would really I really like it to be with sports. But if I just, if life takes me down a different path, physical therapy would definitely be the path. I think just waking up and like seeing like my coworkers or like, I don't want to say people who work for me because that sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like, oh, they work for me. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like all bossy and like conceited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like my teammates. Like, I would like to see them every day, seeing that they have the same drive as me and the same goal as me, to just just greet everybody that's in the door and to make sure that they came, they go, they walk out better than they came in. I think that's okay. what would drive me at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, Taylor, if you know, think about this whole podcast, right? This whole video <laughs> as your team, right? And so. You have the opportunity. We're going to share this. You get to share this. The person who gets the most engagement, so likes and retweets and comments, whatever, wins the money. We're all your teammates, and you need to motivate us. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Putting you on the spot, motivate us, give us something to keep us going. <laughs> Come on, coach. Come on, cheerleader. Come on, coach. Let's go. Oh, no. <laughs> Definitely, like, being like, okay. Well, I know that I want this for myself, but I know that I can't step on everybody else to get it. Like, you know, like, I don't want to push people down. Like, this has nothing to do with the question, but I feel like it's relevant. Because in my art class, my art teacher painted painted on the wall. It's at the top of the wall. And it says, climb as you reach. Oh, no, reach as you climb. I'm embarrassed. But basically, I just want to know that if I'm getting up there to help myself, then I would want to help other people, even if it's only one person that can get the goal or that can get the gift or the money or the reward. It doesn't matter. Like, I still want to make sure that even if I'm doing my best to earn it, that that the other people that I'm competing with or my teammates, 
that they have the same opportunity as me. And I don't want them, I don't want people to feel like, oh, well, she's just doing that for herself or she's reconciled. She only thinks about herself because I don't, I don't think about myself like that. Like, I like to think of other people and how they will feel about certain stuff. So, like, I would just, I would want to let them know. Like, did you make sure that you retweet that? Did you tell your friends to go retweet that? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, look, you're gonna, your entire life, the, the best thing, and it sounds like you, you kind of understand it, the haters don't matter. You know, it's, <laughs> the, it's, the, it's the prison family. People support you and love you that, that truly matter. So you got to block out all that, all that stupid noise and, and really block out all the praise too. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, I guess that defeats the purpose of this podcast, Josh. <laughs> but but, but block, block, block it all out and just be you, you know, you know what I mean? That's um, really what's important. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed uh, talking with you, Taylor. This was awesome. Give us your favorite cheer. Oh, my gosh. Listen, guys, please don't. Yes. Oh, my oh. gosh. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Oh, my God. Well, I can give you a crowd favorite. I can't really – I can't think of my favorite The crowd one. favorite. That's what I <laughs> want. Crowd favorite. That is Deb Bragg, and she said crowd favorite. All right. Like, the one that we always have to do at every basketball game, and I have, like, all the basketball moms chair, it's, it goes, like – like, oh, you like, let's go big red, let's go big red, let's go big black, go, 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 got that power. Hey, we take control, to take control. And that's it. That's what we always have to do. That's what I always ask for. 